What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 131 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled A Conversation with Clyde featuring James Clyde Jr. Let's get into it. Everybody, it's your boy Che Cole, and I got the capital T H E in there. The one and only. My God! <laughs> stop! Stop! My God! <laughs> I'm gonna let him introduce himself. The James Clyde Jr. What's good? What up, bro? What up? <laughs> Look, whenever Che introduces you, you know he gonna put some emphasis. He's so dramatic. What up, man? What's good with you? It's not my first time. Uh, I don't consider myself a guest anymore, but uh, oh, I that boy said he home. I definitely feel welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> that boy said he home. Uh, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate you uh, letting me. No, come man, this through, is man. Uh, this is out of the blue. You know, I had something else planned, and then you know, you said you was gonna be in the. In the city. In the Queen City. So uh I said, well, might as well. Uh-huh. If the bishop is in the <laughs> is in the area code. Whatever the apostle says, <laughs> oh you know, I God. just I just go with it. <laughs> you know? Uh, so and see, Clyde being Clyde, he don't want to tell me what we're talking about. <laughs> and so I'ma let him just uh kind of facilitate the conversation on today and we just gonna we just gonna flow this is different for call therapy you know so sometimes you gotta switch it up and being that this is a new year why don't do why don't we do something new huh so today ladies and gentlemen who are listening (laughs) uh i wanted to do things differently i wanted to switch things up you know because uh che be talking me and che talk regularly (laughs) And Che dropped something on me, and he kind of grazed by it, but I, I wanted to bring it back to his remembrance huh? and, uh, and, and ask him about it and let him expound. So he, he, said, he said this. He said, uh, we value stability so much, we have a hard time handling the fluidity of life. That's a Che Cole quote, okay? <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. We value stability so much, that we have a hard time handling the fluidity of life. Che Cole, that's a bar, first of all. But what do you mean by that? <laughs> explain, explain. So I think it's, it's multifaceted, it's multi-layered because just in life in general, right, there's, there's a certain level of security that comes with it, especially like when you start talking about being a man, when you start thinking about that, right, you automatically want to be uh, financially secure or whatever the case may be, right? You yeah. want to be secure in wherever God is calling you to. And sometimes that familiarity, that that stability, it becomes a safety blanket for you. It becomes a, a place of comfort, mm. right? To have, like, I know, I know this is, this is there, yeah. right? That emergency fund in, in finances, right? We have that, that thing, that piece of stability, that that kind of keeps us anchored right Mm. (laughs) right um and there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes i think as life changes as transitions take place it can be hard when what i thought was a safety blanket god is asking me to get rid of to get rid of 
that's tough. And I and I'm I'm thinking as you're talking, I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense because what you're pretty much saying is sometimes we could be scary Christians, right? We can have scary faith, is what you're saying. Um, you're saying that sometimes we hold on so much to what we know to be true that when but we lack the flexibility to move or pivot when God says something different. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's a, a very important thing, not just to be obedient, but be, to be flexible as well. Right. Um, and, I, and so like, that makes so much sense to me, man, because you know, a lot of times, you know, we have, we are risk adverse, right? So yeah. we're, we don't want to take that leap. And I think, you know, to say that we value stability means we, we value what's, we don't value the the importance of change, right? Um, and I think sometimes we are afraid to change because you know it's unfamiliar, it, it's it's unknown, it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And it's like this whatever is unknown, we don't want it because it takes us out of our comfort zone. But a lot of times, what's outside of our comfort zone, Che, is exactly what God wants us to be. It's exactly the thing that we need. Um, and without that change, without that. Un, that unfamiliar place we don't grow yeah we don't change and we never we never move to the next place and we have to move yeah and i, I think mean, we and i think we serve a fluid god talk about talk, it no 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 no, no. <laughs> no i just what, what do you what do you think i mean by that so we say and, and the bible says that you know guys are saying today yesterday forevermore mm, right he's in the book <laughs> <laughs> so if he's the same but I think I don't think it's that he changes. I think he makes adjustments, Ooh. right? And I think it's the same for us. So it's about making those adjustments. And I was talking to you about uh, earlier about having to to rethink certain things, certain goals that we have. Certain like it may look this way. It may have been uh, this is what I first set out to accomplish. This is what I this is what I dreamed. This was on my vision board for whatever year, right? This was that that was the thing. And now that that doesn't happen, what now? Mm. Right? Can I be okay with the changes and the subtle tweaks that he makes? Because he's asking me to to do this, and I don't see how it's connecting to the vision. I don't see how it's connecting to the end goal. Right? I don't even know. I can't even remember what you what you originally asked. So <laughs> no, ask you're, it again. You're, I said uh, we serve a fluid God. Am I right? So what what does that mean? What does that mean in his fluidity? What does that mean for us? I think what it it goes back to submission, right, and mm -hmm. and being comfortable with that because I think uh, while um, you can say or we can you can you can really wrestle with theology here about uh, what happens in the world, all this kind of stuff. Uh, how could God allow such a thing? How could a good God allow such a thing, right, to happen? These these tragedies, these whatever. Right. How, how can bad things happen to good people? Mm. You know, you start to tackle those types of questions. Uh, but I think none of that stuff caught God by surprise. Mm. Right. And in, in understanding his divine plan, his divine timing for us, I think to us, God is being fluid. But to him, I'm just doing what I do. Just being God. <laughs> I'm just being <Why> God. <laughs> right. So it's not that he changed. Yeah. Is that our perception, our perspective of what is happening has changed. My God. What? He's in his bag. <laughs> He's in his bag. No, but I, I want to take that further, too, um, because perspective is such an important thing when it comes to life. Like how we see it um, is so important because a lot of times we see things 
differently and we have the a different perspective than what God has. We're yeah. seeing it head on, but God's looking at he has that bird's eye view, if you will. Yeah. That divine perspective. And a lot of times we don't want to accept his because it doesn't look like what we are looking at. Yeah. Um and I think <laughs> Go ahead, bro. If you feel it, go ahead. Okay, so so I, I feel like it's important that we, we see things the right way. Um and I've and I've honestly been praying that God helps me see the things the way that he wants me to see them. Like I've been asking him a lot. My prayer has been a little different this year uh, already. Just, just because I know that um, my, my viewpoint is limited, but his is not, his is unlimited. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, because we serve such a sovereign God, such a big God, such a God that the source of all, right. Who, who was there in the beginning and will be there in the end who never changes. Right. But like, he he's been the same, but however, I haven't I haven't been the same. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm constantly changing, and he's constantly changing me. So if if I'm to be if I'm going to be uh, pruned right and trimmed and and uh, molded into who he wants me to be, I have to have his perspective on things. Mm. You know, and it, and maybe if I share his perspective, if I share his viewpoint, you know, it won't be such a, a conflict of interest. <laughs> put you in his bag <laughs> you're talking about me my god it, it won't be such a wrestle if i if i see things his way mm, that's you know cool. what i mean it won't be such an argument because think about in a in, in a conversation <laughs> in a conversation right that we we have two different viewpoints but the con mm. the point of the conversation is to come together as one and, and to see things the same and sometimes we can agree to disagree but with god i have to trust that his I, we we ain't gotta agree to maybe we do agree to disagree, Jay, right? Maybe we do. Maybe I don't under, maybe I don't understand what you're saying, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or, or I'm gonna just follow because I believe that you have my best interests at heart. But but like to go back to that conversation piece, it's like, man, like that's the point of having a conversation, and I guess that's the point of having a relationship with God, so that we can we can come together and it won't be a it won't be a fight. Yeah. I'll be working with him. You know mm, what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. So. What you pulled on me is uh, to go back to uh, what you originally, you know, being concerned about how things look, right, and, uh, and not looking the way that we thought. Right. You know, God's not concerned about our aesthetics. <laughs> My God. These Christian aesthetics that we have. If God was concerned about aesthetics, watch this. If God was concerned about aesthetics, Jesus would have been born in a mansion, not a manger. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. If God was concerned about aesthetics, Jesus would have been born in a mansion, not a manger. My God. So he'll take you to the lowest place. He'll, the son of God yeah. went to the lowest of lowest places yeah. to be born. Right? That a king, he's, he is the king, right? right? But a king that would go to a manger to be born. To ride in on a donkey. He's not concerned about aesthetics, right? Because if it's all about, that's why they miss, so many people miss Jesus during that time and why so many of us miss Jesus now is because we're caught up in what it looks like. We're caught up in the, the scene. We got to have, everything has to be right. Everything has to be perfect. We spent about an hour trying to get this thing together <laughs> because of me, right? Because of the aesthetic. But God's right. not concerned about that. Am I glorified through this? Mm. Do I get the glory, Right. And so we got to get over that, that piece of what are people going to think about me in this? You know, 
I didn't finish my degree, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I got kids, right? I'm not married, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not about the aesthetic. It's about getting back with God, right? We understand we all sin, fall short of the glory. For sure. So getting back to that place of understanding that, yo, it's, it's not about that. Get over ourselves. We got to get over ourselves yeah. and get over that fear of man, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Get over that fear of man. Get over that fear of the perception of other people, right, of what they're going to think about us, say about us, right? Because God's not, when at the end of the day, God's not going to ask Clyde, what did Che do and how that affect, that's going to impact me to get into heaven. Yeah. He's going to say, Clyde, what did you do? Yeah. Well, what, what, what I have given you, what did you do, mm. right? And so getting over that, conversation or that appearance of like step out and do what God has called you to do. Yeah. Regardless of, of what, whoever is saying what. And this, and despite what's in front of you, like a lot of times we let external circumstances hinder us from going forward. Um, and it's like, God don't, he don't need your excuses. He put the obstacle there anyway. Yeah. And if, and if you weren't equipped to go forward, Right. If he wouldn't have asked you. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you tell me all the time about how, you know, it's a privilege that God has asked me to do anything. Or if, if he speaks to me, it's a privilege. Um, and it's like, that's so important. If he told me to do something, it's he, he didn't have to ask me to do anything. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact that he has something inside of me, he placed something inside of me to get out. I think, what better way to appreciate the life that he gave me than to bring out what he yeah. put inside of me, right? That's good. And so I, I, I think a lot of times, yeah, we just get in our own way. We have things, we have, we have things um, that we think limit us, but but actually validate us, mm. right? Um, you know, we let the shame, we let the opinions of other people uh, hinder our growth, hinder our our us getting to that that thing or that place that God wants us to be and it's and it's it's sad though because if <laughs> if we stop judging ourselves so hard maybe <laughs> maybe things will be a lot better cuz a lot like we are our biggest critics man yeah and 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 I think that's important bro I really think that's important for us to grasp I think that's important bro I, I wanted to, I wanted to say too um if I if I didn't forget hopefully I did but um also because we were talking about getting in our own way. If, like the, oh yeah, so we were talking about getting in our own way. We were talking about those things that are in front of us, right? Um, a lot of times, God has equipped us with the tools already, right? And a lot of times, we we overlook the tools that God gave us. That's what I wanted to tell you. We overlook the tools God gave us. We, And so, sometimes in his simplicity, Break it down, dog. Break it down. Bishop. <laughs> In his simplicity, we can miss God. We can miss our purpose. We can miss what he's given, given us. We, we waste those moments because we, we count them as too little, too small. Um, and I think sometimes we make it seem like God wants us to do such a grand thing, but sometimes obedience is simple. Like, speak to this person. <laughs> yeah. Like, say, hey, smile. Right? <laughs> those little things, but we miss that because we, we think it's supposed to be like, well, God is... I, God, is that is that you? You want me to move to California? No, <laughs> I yeah. want you to be faithful with what, what you have right in here. You right. know what I mean? And so I think sometimes we can we can have such uh, you know a misrepresentation of what we think God wants from us. Nah, that's good that you're talking about um, you know how to use what God has given us 
in essence, right? Right. Is what you're what you're getting to is God has placed things inside of us, each and every person, right? Big or small, but I think we've exalted certain gifts, right? Especially in the church, preaching, teaching is exalted. Um, and we want, <laughs> we have to come back for this dude talking about that. That, that boy different. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was talking to you earlier about the parable of the talents, right? So to one he gave five, another he gave two, and to another one he gave one. It wasn't the fact that, you know, I've given you much, so I expect more. It's like, no, do something with what I've given you. Right. You know what I mean? And and so some of us, like, I was sharing with you, so so this is kind of a, a testimony too, uh, just in the perspective of a gift that God has given you, right? Because some of you are gifted in in many different areas, but because you don't view it as a gift, your perspective is limited on you know viewing this as a gift you don't view that thing as a gift from god you you just don't think like god hasn't gifted gifted me anything no it's your perspective of what he has gifted you right Mm -hmm. uh so for me like the way that i read and the way that i study the word and it just comes alive to me i didn't see that as a gift before until you start talking to people and it's not to compare myself in my walk but just having that realization that you know, some people, they don't even enjoy reading the word at all. <laughs> right. And then they read it and, and, don't, understand it. and don't understand and anything. It doesn't come to life with them. And it doesn't come to life. And so, and I read New King James. So, <laughs> he, he different. <laughs> that in itself, right? You know, people joking like, oh, this dude read King James. Like, I got to get NIV, ESV. Amplify, whatever. Amplify me, please. (laughs) Message, all that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you read New King James, if you read regular King James, whatever translation, work with that translation. Let God work through you in that, right? But to say that I can take this text, I can take the scripture and not only just read it and get something for myself, but get something for somebody else, right? And be able to make it to where, oh, after a conversation, now you understand what this is saying, mm-hmm. right? Or what it means. For sure. Right? And being able to apply it. So sometimes we're gifted in things that we haven't necessarily come into the awareness that it is a gift. So whatever that is for you, I just want to encourage anybody that's listening now to to take those things to to start looking at it differently. What is it that you do that can't nobody rock with you? Right? Like you just, you woke up like this. Woke up him. I'm him. <laughs> you just woke up with it, right? But because you don't see it as a gift, you have now deemed that thing ins- insignificant, right? But the insignificant things to us are significant to God so that he may get the glory out of it. Go ahead, bro. My God, he's he's preaching, guys. But no, we, we discount, you know, our value. Um, we, we don't see ourselves correctly. Um, and I think I think that's that's part of that renewing your mind. It's, it's it's washing our viewpoint um, with the correct viewpoint so that we can see not only ourselves, but our situation correctly, too. You know what I mean? And I think, ooh, I think when we when you see ourselves correctly, we will see our situation differently. Sheesh. That's a different, that's a, that's a conversation. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it starts, a lot of times it starts with how we see ourselves. Um, and, and I'll be honest, a lot for years, I discounted everything that I do well. Um, I was like, right, you know, whatever. Um, you know, everybody do that or everybody has something that they get it in, but you know, mine ain't nothing special, you know, it ain't like, you know, 
I'm famous or anything, but it's not about that. Oh, that boy famous. Though. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, but it, it's not about that, man. Um, I think a lot of times we have to be careful um, not to underappreciate the gift um, because then we'll, we won't value it. We won't pour into it. We won't spend the time to, to um, perfect the craft. Um, and, and then, you know, people, a lot of people, you know, would pay to get your gift. Right. So say, say I, I was a singer. Right. You know, I know a lot of people that are singers. Right. And who sang. Right. Boy, a singer does. Shut up. <laughs> so I know I know a lot of people who are singers who really sang and they don't, you know, like singing, you know, but those people who have no uh, no <laughs> vocal ability would pay to have that. They were like, oh, man, I wish I could sing. If I, yeah. if I could sing, I would sing forever. But it's like, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, you say that because you don't have it. But then what happens when you get it, right? And you're asked to sing all the time. Will you still have that appreciation for it? You know what I mean? And it's like everybody wants to be gifted to this time to use the gift and be and be used, right? <laughs> everybody wants to be gifted to it's time to be to till it's time to be gifted. <laughs> it's so crazy, right? Because the weight of the gift, right? The responsibility of the gift, right? All that comes along with it. You can't just want the 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 talent. But not mm. want not uh, don't want the responsibility that comes with being a singer, right? Uh, the, the hydrating, you know, f- keeping your voice, right? Drinking the right teas and and doing your scales and things like that. I'm using singing as an example, but like fill that know. in with no fill <laughs> fill that in with what you will. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, <laughs> you threw me off with I'm not a singer. <laughs> Talk a little bit more about the weight of the gift, though. Ooh. Um, being gifted is heavy, bro. Um, I think I talked to you a lot about this, um, because I didn't realize the weight of responsibility of, of being gifted. Um, a lot of times, I you know, you, you, you get into something, um, and I, and I'll speak from personal experience about me even, um, speaking or, um, being a, a leader in a youth uh, or young adult ministry, <clears throat> the leader. Uh, I I didn't realize how how weighty it is, and the, even my leaders who I who I pick, um, they Structure. were t- they're they're telling me how weighty it is. Like, yo, mm. it's crazy. Um, and and it's because when God calls and, and requires more of you, it, it gets a little different, you know, mm. and different meaning. Um, things more, more is required of you, more consistency, uh, more devotion, right? Um, your prayer time increases, right? The, the, the warfare increases, right? Um, think things are different. Like, and it's almost like you're, there's a target on your back and it's like, and it's like, now what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then, so like, how do you respond mm. in those situations? Like, you know, you know, you can't respond the same way, right? You can't, you can't do certain things. And it's not like it's a limiting thing. It's more so like I'm con- I'm aware of the influence and the responsibility that I have. So I don't, w- I want to steward this well. And it's not out of a place of, well, I can't do this anymore. It's more so like, man, I people are looking at me. People are, I'm responsible for others. And so now it's, what you gonna do with that influence? How how are you gonna steward that? And and, mm. and it's different. It's it's different, bro. Um, yeah. How, what, what about you, bro? What you nah, think? 
I want to I want to keep dropping here and then I'll, I'll respond. Okay. Um, you know, you talk about it being weighty. Uh, you're responsible to a certain extent, right? In terms of you know what you do in ministry, how you flow in ministry. Um, how would you? What would you say to someone who's feeling that weight, feeling that pressure? What would you say to them to to encourage them? I would say lean into it um, because it's making you. It's making you into who God called you to be. And I know that sounds real deep and churchy, but for real, for real, you are already equipped with everything you need to do exactly what you've been asked to do, right? And so I would encourage you to continue to be and continue to grow continue to, you know, be flexible to the spirit, right? Continue, like, and I would say lean into it, do what you know what to do, like get into your, your prayer time, get closer to God, um, get closer and, and, and spend more time with him. You know what I mean? Because out of that time, out of that relationship you have comes a whole lot of clarity and it, it lifts some of that, that weight off of you. Um, because a lot of times the weight that you are carrying, um, it, is some of, some of that weight is not even yours. It's not even for you to carry. God is supposed to help you carry all of that. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, you know, we feel like we have to do it on our own. So I'll say, give cast your cares, <laughs> right? Because it is heavy. It is weighty. Get closer to God and then build, build some community around you. You know, people who can speak into your life, some people that can understand the weight that you are carrying um, and can hold your arms up. Aaron, <laughs> hold your arms up because it gets weighty. It gets, it gets tough, but you are built to do it. That's what I would say. That's good, bro. That's good, yeah, man. Uh, y'all just peeping into a conversation that we have all the time. So sure. uh, what I think is important to get out of everything that he just said uh, in terms of dealing with the weight and the thing. So you asked my perspective of it, right? So I give that. I think it is a weight, but at the same time, it's perspective at the same time. Like every, for me, life is perspective. Ooh. It's about how you view certain things, how you view, uh, you know, what is happening around you. There's, there's a different lens that you look at life from when you become a believer in a sense, right? There should be, right? As you're molded into the image of Christ, right? We won't get into that today. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to come back. Um, but uh, what I wanted to to highlight in that is that uh, it is weighty, but the thing that keeps me going and the thing that I constantly try to remind myself is, <clears throat> excuse me, did it not get weighty for Jesus to bear that cross? My God. Was it not weighty for him as he's hanging on the cross? Mm. Was it not weighty being in the Garden of Gethsemane? knowing what I'm about to endure. That his sweat became like drops of blood, right? Was that not weighty? Jeez. But at that same time, he thought about you. He thought about me. He thought about you listening. He thought about all of us and said, that's a weight I'm willing to bear, Right? Father, take this cup from me, but nonetheless, your will 
right? Let that be done. So as we're molded into that image of Christ, 2 Corinthians 3, 18, but we all with, un, with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Being molded into the image, being shaped into the image, transformed into the image of Christ. It's going to get weighty. It's going to be in this life. You will face trials of many kinds, right? Like that's a byproduct of greatness. That's a byproduct of going through, right? Of getting to something that is greater than yourself. It's a byproduct. I can't get oil unless unless I'm crushed. It's good, bro. Right? I can't become a diamond unless you put heat to me, right? No pressure, no diamonds. It's the same thing with us, right? So going through that is just understanding that we're being molded and shaped into the image of Christ. And keeping that in hindsight, I think that'll keep you going. And also knowing who is who I'm responsible for, who's connected to what I'm not walking in, who's connected to what I'm, I'm choosing to refrain from, who's connected to what I'm in this moment of flesh, of weakness, of feeling this weight, who is on the other side of me carrying this cross? But we don't we, we miss that. Right. Because Jesus is sovereign. He knows he, he knew he knew Clyde. Right. Before I even knew before you even knew him, he knew you. Right. So for us, it's a little bit more difficult because we're like, I don't know. But that word, that smile, that thing. Right. That podcast, mm-hmm. that YouTube channel, that whatever it is on the other side of that. And the thing is, you may never get the like. You may never get the comment. You may never get the Clyde that really touched my life. That's good. But on the other side of that, somebody just was about to commit suicide that didn't. Yeah. Somebody that's been sleeping on an idea, that's been sleeping on a gift inside of them. It just awoken inside of them. And now, because of your obedience, yeah. it's trickle down. And so many more gifts are activated. So many more people are walking in their purpose, walking in, in confidence of who God has called them to be. Because they say, I remember Clyde. I remember back when Clyde was, Clyde was wilding. Yeah. I remember that Clyde. Yeah. But now to see this yeah. on the other side, like, and it also gives them hope. Like, yo, if Clyde can do it, I, know, I, I can do this. Boy, Chay. And and as you're talking, I I wrote down like I don't want to be a weak Christian to where like any little thing, rain, snow, whatever it is, can can affect my relationship. You know what I mean? I don't want to be I don't want to be so weak that I'm I'm easily tossed to and fro. I want to be like a tree, you know, planet, right? And and. I, and I and I don't I think we need to have some despite faith, some despite mm. character, like despite what comes, um, you know, the, the song says rain came, wind blew. Right. I, despite what happens, I want to be rooted in him. Like I, I want my faith to be so strong to where like it doesn't matter how what it doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what the circumstance looks like. I want to be solidified knowing that. I can trust in God. And so like, I don't want, I don't want my Christianity. I don't want my faith to be so weak that at the slightest chance of uncertainty, I can't stay consistent. That's good, bro. You know, 
That's good. That boy is in his bag, ladies and gentlemen. We could keep talking forever and forever. ever. Uh, this is what we do on a regular basis. I don't even know what to call this episode at this point. I'm going to just say a conversation with Clyde. That's because. <laughs> we need a part good. two. <laughs> Bring me back. Please. But these are just, like I said, these are just really the conversations that we we have on a, a weekly basis. And uh, I think that speaks to the importance of brotherhood, discipleship, sisterhood for the ladies. Um, just having people around you, right, um, that strengthen you. Iron sharpens iron. And so having this conversation is important. But uh, I want to kind of cap this off, but I can't let the bishop leave without, even though he done preached to us already, uh, I just feel like there's some more oil inside of him. Mm-hmm. So um, Bishop D. Clyde Jr., he's not a bishop, y'all. I just, I just mess with him. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Um, but <laughs> go ahead and give us, give the people a word of encouragement, man. Yeah, um, I would just say um, it's two part, right? One for the guys, one for the ladies. For the guys, be strong and courageous, man. Um, We have a tremendous responsibility to be the man that God called us to be. Um, And, you know, it may seem unfair. We may seem like we take a lot of the weight and a lot of the the brunt of the the action, if you will. But God holds us to a a different standard. as far as responsibility, we are responsible for a lot. Priests of the homes, um, we're supposed to be leaders. So I want us to be strong, be, uh, to be courageous. I want us to walk in that with, with boldness, with confidence. And um, I guess for the ladies, it, it would be more so like, you know, continue. You know, I, I, I love I love women because they have the ability to love even after after they've been hurt. Mm. And I think, you know, don't don't count that as a weakness that's actually strength you know what i mean and so so continue to be strong as as we know you can be and and continue to love 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 because we need it um and and you know that goes for everybody as far as loving but you know you know what i mean by like you know when a woman loves you when you know that's 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 it's, it's a feeling like you like none other you know what i mean and so to the fellas strong and courageous to the women please love 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 despite huh despite um what you've been through have the ability to love again once more one more day one more step please uh because we need it so that that's me that i and we're gonna get canceled my god <laughs> let it marinate in your spirits ladies and gentlemen just moment of silence please amen amen <laughs> my god that boy then came through and took over the Cold Therapy Podcast. Hey man, I just appreciate you letting me come through. And, uh, you know, I, I just appreciate you. I got give. You, I can't leave without giving Che my, my flowers or his flowers um, because he is uh, uh, such a pivotal part of my life, man. And, um, you know, these are conversations we have off camera all the time. But I want to say publicly um, that, man, I love you, bro, for real. And I appreciate you, um, everything that you've done for me. Uh, and everything that God is doing through you, you're doing big things, big dog. So you I appreciate know. it, bro. Locked in. You already know. Them. I love you too, bro. And you I too. just want to encourage you, man, as you continue to do what you do, as you continue to, to lead, as you continue to bear the, the weight, the burden, right, of leadership, this dude is going to new levels and new dimensions of faith, y'all. Like what y'all seeing now is just a piece of what's inside of him. And, you know, y'all pray for me and pray for him as I continue to push and pour into him, man. This dude is different. And 
a lot of things in in ministry and, and just life that this dude is carrying, man. I just want to say continue to, to walk in that. Continue to uh, be confident in who God has called you to be. It may be unorthodox. Yes, sir. It may be out of the box. But God is an unorthodox God. Yeah. He's an out-of-the-box God. Like, I believe you're you're going to be pivotal to the transformation that takes place in our nation, whether it be from poli- politics to, to ministry to business, right? But I need you to recognize and see that inside of yourself as well. So go ahead and tell the people where they can tap in with you. Uh, Clyde Talk Podcast, is it coming back? Yes, sir. It's coming back, man. First episode dropping next week. Um, you can follow me at on Instagram at Clyde Talk. Um, and you can find me on the Clyde Talk Podcast on anywhere you can find a, a podcast. So, yeah, man, follow me. Let's get up. Yeah, go go ahead. Y'all got to listen to mine first and then listen to <laughs> his because if you listen to his first, you might not come back to mine. <laughs> no, so, no, 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 no. <laughs> make sure you play cold therapy first and then go to Clyde Talk. Stay on cold therapy. So. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah, uh, oh, man, I appreciate you, Clyde. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you coming through. And uh, can't wait to see what God does in and through your platforms, man. And this is going to do it for this episode of the Cold Therapy Podcast. Y'all can tap in with me. Uh, Y'all know the drill on any uh, podcasting platform, wherever you listen to your podcast at. That's where we're at. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cold Therapy. Got the YouTube channel. We live now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you can watch this even. Uh, So, yeah. But I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for supporting. And uh, yeah, until next time, I'm your host, Che Cole. Peace. Peace.